Hello and welcome everybody to another edition of Sig Daddy's Wrestling Show. I'm your host Sig Daddy and today we go over the AEW All Out pay-per-view that took place last night. And let's just get this started right away. It's the buy-in show. It started out with the Casino Battle Royale. I'm going to give you grades and highlights for each match of the night. It's the Casino Battle Royale which the winner gets a spot in the inaugural AEW, AEW Women's Championship match. And then some highlights from this, it was uh, some Mercedes Martinez. She got a, lot, she got a big pop when she come, came out and got the Joker card. ODB getting some chance. Uh, suplex from Martinez on Nyla Rose. Sadie Gibbs also had a chance to shine before getting eliminated by Priestley. The final four, it was Priestley. Martinez, Nyla Rose, and Britt Baker. Nyla Rose had been in there the whole time. She eliminated the first four competitors in with her. And then Britt and Mercedes got get thrown to apron by Priestley, who were trying to eliminate Rose. Then Priestley hits a kick, and Baker hits super kick to eliminate Martinez. And then Nyla Rose, she skins the cat, hits a cartwheel kick on apron to Priestley and Baker. It was pretty impressive. And then a Canadian destroyer by Baker to Priestley, suplex off the middle rope, by Baker to Rose. It was a forearm shot to Priestley by Baker, so that knocked Priestley out of the match. The final two were Baker and Nyla Rose, but then Baker gets pulled by Priestley by her arm, and then that gives Nyla Rose a chance to eliminate her and throw her out. But uh, it, I thought it was an okay match. Nothing special, really. It's a it, it's a C grade for me. It's just the kind of average, eh, it's all right match. Not Nothing great. Up next was the private party, Isaiah Cassidy and Mark Mark Quinn against Angelico, Angelico and Jack Evans. Some crazy stuff. There was a crazy springboard arm drag from uh, Cassidy. And then a back suplex double stomp combo by Angelico and Evans. Some good spots in this match. Springboard moonsault to Angelico outside the ring. And Evans with an outside, inside one by Cassidy. You have to see it to understand it. Here's the closing stretch. Both teams are up top. Pele kick from Quinn on Angelico. And then a reverse Rana from Quinn on Evans. Same thing from Cassidy on Evans. Yeah, standing hurricane Rana from Quinn on Angelico, who's on the top rope. And then it goes into a cutter by Cassidy, which ends it and gives Private Party the win. I'm going to give that a B grade. Good double team work from both teams. They're very, very athletic. and showing why AEW is going to have probably the best tag team division in the world. And that was the Young Bucks goal coming in. They're going to have a really good tag division. And then after the match, Evans and Angelico attack private party. But it's it was some good double team work. Both teams very athletic. Private Party should have a pretty good match coming up with the Young Bucks in the first round of the Tag Team Tournament for the AEW Tag Team Championship. I'm going to give that a B. Opening match of the pay-per-view was SCU, Scorpio Sky, Kazarian, and Christopher Daniels versus Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, and Marco Stunt. Uh, there was this was there was some pretty cool highlights in this one also. Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus and Marco Stunt all hit dives on SCU. Luchasaurus very, was very, very impressive in this match. And one time he kicked all of SCU. He was hitting the roundhouse kicks and such. He choke slams Kaz. And he also in this match hits a moonsault. Here's the final stretch. Kaz Hurricane Rana's Luchasaurus into clotheslining Jungle Boy and Marco Stunt. And then 
Jungle Boy gets put in the tombstone set up by Kaz, and then Stunt gets added on to that, and then Daniels goes up for the BME, assists the tombstone, and that gets the three count. It was a good, fun opener. Really thought Luchasaurus was shining throughout, and I think he could be a big player here in the future with AEW, but a fun opener. SCU, they're really good at getting the crowd hot at the beginning of the night. I'm going to give that a B. Second match of the pay-per-view, Pac versus Omega. Pac replacing the injured John Moxley. Mursa in his elbow, but I expected a good match with no build by these two. Uh, Omega goes for a Famouser at one time earlier in the match, and Pac counters it by front hand spring. It was pretty cool. Omega hit a tope con hilo out on the outside, Pac moonsaults Omega on the outside. This looked like a rough spot. Pac, when he moonsaulted, the railing was so close to the ring that Pac, he hit his feet on the railing and then also moonsault turned into a DDT by Pac. It looked pretty brutal on Omega. Pac hits, Pac hits a 450. Omega does his typical multiple V triggers. Uh, there, was a, there was one little hiccup at one time. It was near the end of the match. It was a reverse Rana mess up. But nothing much, nothing too major. And then the finish, it was Omega was going for a one-winged angel. It got reversed into a brutalizer, which is all in terms of rings of Saturn. And uh, Omega, he went to sleep, and the ref calls for the bell. It was a hard-hitting match. And there was also a drop kick earlier in the match where Pac, he hit it so hard. And JR called it one of the most dynamic drop kicks he's ever seen. And actually... It was pretty pretty intense. It was pretty nice drop kick by Pack off the top rope. But it was a hard hitting match. Really liked the finish where Omega gets caught. It's a strong debut Pat for Pack. It's gonna be Pack's gonna be a big player in AEW here in the future. That's an I'm gonna give that an A minus. Up next is a car crash. The Cracker Barrel Clash, which is all in turns, pretty much a no DQ match. And we got three crazy dudes: Darby Allen, Jimmy Havoc, and Joey Janela all together. So you're gonna, you're gonna, you're, you're gonna get what you expect—a crazy match, crazy guys doing crazy things, pretty much. So th- this is some stuff from it. Jimmy Havoc, he gets weapons out right at the beginning of the match: tables, chairs, staple gun, and then he staples himself. Allen. Puts Tax in Havoc's mouth while he's in a chair. And then Alan tapes him down. Havoc puts Tax in Havoc's mouth. And then Janela tapes Havoc's mouth shut. Also, Havoc's still in the chair. He stands up, I think. And then Alan flips onto Havoc with the with the Tax still in his mouth. And then there was an interesting spot here. It was Jimmy Havoc. He gave paper cut between... Janela's fingers in his mouth also. Havoc, funny part too, Havoc threw biscuits at Janela. There was a biscuit set up on Cracker Barrels at ringside. Brutal spot where Allen has a skateboard. He hits both opponents with it. And then, and the the funny thing, well, not the funny thing, but the brutal thing was there was tacks attached to the bottom of the skateboard. So Allen jumps off the top rope, rides the skateboard onto Janela. It was a pretty innovative spot. Here's the finish. Allen goes for coffin drop on Havoc, who has barrel on him, on the steps. And then Havoc moves, so Allen lands on the barrel and the steps. And then a hanging DDT from Janelle on Havoc, and an elbow drop gets the near fall. 
And then Havoc hits a superplex on Janela onto the barrel, which Janela's foot hit the barrel. And then an acid rainmaker clothesline from Jimmy Havoc onto the cracker barrel ends it. And Jimmy Havoc gets the win. I thought it was good for what it was. It was just, like I said earlier, it was just crazy guys doing bonker stuff. It was some innovative spots I hadn't seen before. I'm going to give that a B. Up next is the Best Friends versus Dark, the Dark Order, and the winner of that gets a bye in the first round of the Tag Team Tournament. The Best Friends, Trent Beretta and Chuck Taylor. The At the beginning of the match, highlights, double clothesline outside the ring by both of them. They, and then they hug. Uh, Stu Grayson tells his partner, Evil Uno, I want him to die. He told that he said he said he wanted one of the best friends to die. I couldn't remember what his name, which one he named, but there was also a standing slice bread on Uno and a power bomb on Grayson by Taylor. A centon four fifty combo by the Dark Order it was a pretty good, pretty good spot. There was some pretty good spots in this match, but uh, the finish was the Creepers beating down Taylor outside the ring, and then a gory bomb cutter combo by the Dark Order to finish it. Great. It was a C. Not a great match. Crowd was kind of dead for the most part. Not been really into that Dark Order gimmick yet. Uh, good offense, though, by both teams. They really tried hard. It's just it's hard to get the crowd into it after two hot matches like SCU, Jungle Boy, SCU against Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, and Marco Stunt, and then Kenny, Pac versus, Kenny Omega versus Pac. It's just going to be hard to follow that at any time. Up next, Ikaru Shida. Versus Rio, and the winner of that faces Nyla Rose in the inaugural AEW Women's Championship match. A couple highlights from this. Sheeta hit a suplex on Rio from the second rope outside of the ring to back inside of the ring. Rio hitting head scissors. Rio double stomps Sheeta, who had her legs caught in the second rope, similar to what Alberto Del Rio used to do back in the day. Rio hitting double knees. The finish, a big backbreaker from Sheeta getting a near fall. And then a, when they were exchanging pins, Rio caught her, and then Rio got the three count. Uh, it was great. I'm going to give that a B-. minus. It took a little while to get going, but it had a really good closing stretch that got the crowd into it. Rio showed some great fire, even though not even weighing 100 pounds. It sets up a, a David versus Goliath match for the AEW Women's World Championship between Nilo Rose and Rio. Which leads me to the probably the most personal match of the night was Cody against Sean Spears. Cody had MJF, Maxwell Jacob Friedman in his corner, and then Sean Spears had Tolly Blanchard. This was set up by the Sean Spears chair shot to Cody Rhodes's head after his match against Darby Allen, which resulted in Cody getting ten staples. Some highlights: a tope suicida before the bell by Cody. Uh, Blanchard distracting the ref multiple times. Uh, one time it resulted in Spears getting a low blow. Spears hit a hanging DDT on the apron on Cody. Uh, one time Spears takes Cody's belt off. And then referee distraction, Earl Hebner gets in his face. Ref, Earl takes the belt and then Tully Blanchard gives him his belt and he whips him with it. And then Cody fires up and boots him in the face. Spears eventually hitting a dreamer driver on the steel ramp. Cody hitting crossroads. Then Tully distracts the ref. MJF and Blanchard get ready to fight. And then Sean Spears hits him hits MJF with a pump kick. As Blanchard and 
MJF are brawling ringside, and Hebner's distracted with that. Arn Anderson comes in, a former four horseman, a former com- comrade, actually the former tag team partner of Tolly Blanchard comes out and Spinebusters spears as Blanchard was beaten down MJF ringside. Then Blanchard follows him, follows Anderson in confusion. Finish. Spears gets the chair. Cody puts him face first into the mat. And then Rhodes, he teases hitting Spears with the chair. Spears pleads. Cody punches him, hits his, his hits the old dusty bionic elbow. Beautiful disaster kick with the chair and Spears' face. And then a crossroad pin follows that and ends it. I'm going to give that a B-. It was an alright match. I'm kind of interested to see where this Arn and Arn Tolley story leads to. They had an interesting closing stretch. I wish they would have gone a little one-on-one, more one-on-one instead of all this interference. It's been kind of too much of that with Cody's matches here recently. It's just too much interference and not a lot of one-on-one action. It's just a lot of other stuff going on other than the wrestling match. I like the nice tease after the match with MJF. Uh, but I really thought Spears should have won this match. He needed that win a lot more than Cody. But it was all right for what it was. I'm going to give it a B-. Up next, the match of the night for me. It was the Lucha Brothers versus the Young Bucks in a ladder match for the AAA Tag Team Championship. Some highlights from that match. Ray Phoenix hit a springboard leapfrog over the ladder with a flip dive on the Young Bucks. Uh, double spears on through the tables by Ray Phoenix and Matt Jackson. A lot of trying to one-upsmanship in this match by each team. Nick at one time was pushed off the ladder, used the ropes, and did a flip outside of it. Phoenix did the same thing with the moonsault. Pentagon at one time, he hit a sling blade on Matt Jackson from the ladder. Off the ladder. Pentagon Jr., he hit a Canadian Destroyer. It, this was insane. Canadian Destroyer off the ladder on Matt Jackson through a table. You'd have to see it to believe it. It was just insane. One time, simultaneous frog splashes through the tables out ringside by Nick Jackson and Ray Phoenix. And then a fit, the finish of this match, Nick, he pushed the ladder. He's pushed off the ladder through a table ringside by Pentagon. Nick's feet hit the rope, so he didn't completely clear it, and he almost looked like he hit his head on the second table. It looked like a really rough spot. But uh, Penta then gets his mask taken off by Matt on the ladder as they're fighting. And then a super kick by Matt on a diving Ray Phoenix. Matt's getting ready to grab the titles, but then he's pushed off the ladder by Penta. Penta eventually gets his mask back on. Which leads to a package pile driver by Penta and a dive by Ray on a ladder ringside. So it was well as assisted package package pile driver by Penta on a ladder ringside. Then the Lucha Brothers get the titles and retain. I'm gonna give it an A grade. It was innovative spots and great drama late. Best match of the night. It was the match of the night for this show. Great match. One of the better ladder matches I've seen in quite some time. But then afterwards, Santana and Ortiz, formerly known as LAX, they hit the flip neck breaker on Nick Jackson. They debut just adding to the already insane depth that AEW has at the tag team division. And last but not least, Chris Jericho and Adam Page facing off to determine the first ever AEW World Champion.
Here's some highlights from that one. It was Adam Page riding in on a horse. That was a nice little touch. Uh, Page hitting a diving shooting star press off the apron. At one time, Jericho used the mic on Hangman. Jericho, he still moves pretty well. That's one thing I took away from this match. Jericho moves pretty well for being 48 years old. A 20-year age gap between these two men. And Jericho still moves pretty well for being a 48-year-old wrestler. Uh, Jericho, one time... He gets opened up by a discus elbow from Adam Page above his left eye. Kind of the same thing Adam Page had done to him. One of the recent uh, shows they had. And then a top rope swinging neck breaker from Adam Page. A dead eye gets reversed into a Walls of Jericho. Moonsault outside of the ring by Page. And it was a cool little spot. It was, it was, a, it was a nice little touch, I thought. He was going for his buckshot uh, lariat again, then, but then got caught in a code breaker by Jericho. That was a nice little spot. I got a two count. Here's the finish Page goes for a dead eye, then Jericho rolls through for a pinfall. Page kicks out, lifts him into a dead eye, hits it. It was just a reverse tombstone that gets a really, really, really long two count. Then Page goes for a buckshot lariat, hits it again. Page goes to pick him up for a dead eye again but backslide by Jericho Page rolls through then Page runs right into a Judas Effect elbow which is a spinning back elbow and Jericho gets the pin to become the first ever AEW world champion great I'm going to give that a B it was a really good closing stretch I thought Got it was a little slow every once in a while and it kind of took a while to get going and there was some miscommunication here and there but really it was a good story told with Jericho's eyes I love the catch finish where Jericho just catches Page as he's running in just some miscommunication early in my opinion the right guy won it took a while to get going but I really enjoyed the finish of that match and it's kind of hard to follow after that Young Bucks uh, Lucha Brothers ladder match but I thought it was a good match. Nonetheless, I'm going to give it a B. Uh, my overall grade for All Out, I'm going to give it a B plus. It was good matches all night. Really, the two matches that stood out were the Pack and Omega match and the Lucha Brothers and Young Bucks match. Really enjoyed both of those matches. But other than the Dark Order match, I didn't really enjoy that one as much. But it wasn't. It was. No, there was nothing bad on this show really at all. After the show, during the post media scrum, there's a bit of news. People were kind of wondering about Kylie Ray, uh, Pershawn Ross Sapp of Fightful. Kylie Ray has been released by AEW. It was confirmed by AEW President Tony Khan. She requested her release. Yeah, she requested her release to Tony Khan, and Tony Khan said it was amicable. Uh, Ray, what led to this was Ray speculation. Ray deleted her Twitter in August, and people were kind of wondering what's going on with her but I, I don't know what's going on with her nor do I need to know what's going on just hope for the best for her in her in the future uh, but it was nice to hear that it was an amicable release between Tony Khan and Kylie Ray AEW debuts in just a month just one month their television debut on TNT will be here but they'll be going head-to-head head, head against NXT. And I want to give you five ways AEW can differ themselves from NXT and WWE in general. I'll give that to you later on this week. 
And if you want to subscribe to my podcast, you can find me on Podbean under Sig Daddy's Wrestling Show, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts, all under Sig Daddy's Wrestling Show. And you also can follow me on Twitter. It's Sig Daddy Wrestle. Until next time, it's Sig Daddy signing off, saying so long, everybody.